So Elijah is there at the entrance of the cave and there's a heavy wind that comes forward and he experiences that and he's captivated. But the Lord was not in that wind. Then there was a great earthquake and he was captivated. He was fully enthralled in what was happening, but the Lord was not there. Then there was this great fire and he couldn't help but look at it as it blazed and raged, but the Lord wasn't there. And then God lowers his head, and just as he's about to whisper a tiny sound to Elijah, the text alert on his phone goes off. (laughs) Ding! And he looks down at his phone, and just as he looks down at his phone, God's whispering voice passes right by his head, and he misses it. How often does that perhaps happen in our lives? (laughs) There's so many flashy things that get our attention, but then when that moment where God wants to whisper with us comes, somehow we're distracted and we miss it. In the gospel, we see how important it is for us to steal away and spend time with God in prayer. Jesus himself, he's united with God, but somehow spending this time in silence with him is important for him to be realigned with the Father. And when we pray, something amazing happens. It's hard to really articulate, but we are made to live in communion with God. And when we spend that time with the the Lord in prayer, when we're in isolation, we're in silence, there's a certain blending that happens of our life and God's life. But we have to be still enough for his life to kind of settle upon us, almost like water and sand. And there's three things that blend when we pray. One is our thoughts have a chance to be blended into the thoughts of God. So many times Jesus goes and spends time in prayer at a crucial moment to let his thoughts and his father's thoughts be blended together so that he knows what's next. He knew exactly where he was walking when he left from prayer in this gospel passage. He knew exactly what 12 apostles to choose when he left the mountain in other situations. When we pray, we give God a chance to whisper to us and start to blend his thoughts and our thoughts. The second thing that's blended when we pray is our will. It's one thing to know intellectually what we think God's asking us to do. It's another thing for him to blend our will, our willingness to do those things. For him to give us the courage to respond to what we've heard him whisper in our ear. And the third thing that gets blended is our life gets blended with his life. And the amazing thing, we see Jesus leave from prayer and he's walking on the water. And that seems terrifying to the disciples. But the reality is Jesus shows us what the Christian life is supposed to be. It's not a natural life. But it's not unnatural. It's supernatural. It's a life that is blended with God. It's a life that's infused with his thoughts with his will, with his courage, and even his power. And that's how he's able to call out to Peter. He says, hey, come walk on the water. And we always remember that Peter drowned, but sometimes we forget he walked on water for a couple of steps before he got distracted by the storm and the lightning, and he failed to look at Jesus and just listen to him speak words of encouragement to him. How can we make more room in our life for prayer so that God can blend his life into ours. You look at a young man become a priest. That's not natural. It's not unnatural. It's supernatural. You look at a young man and woman pledged to live their entire lives together in marriage through rich and poor, sickness and health. They have no idea what all that can entail. 
That's not natural, but it's not unnatural. It's supernatural. Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Read the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the persecuted. Blessed are those who mourn. This is not natural, but it's not unnatural. It's supernatural. And it's a life that we're all called to. And it all begins in those quiet moments with God in which we give him a chance of our own free will to do what he's always wanted to do. And that's to unite his life with ours. So that we're not alone to our own devices, just our own thoughts, our own impulses, our own power. He wants us to live a robust life, blended with him, united to him, empowered with him. And so let us not be like modern day Elijah (laughs) and miss those whispering sounds when our alerts go off. But let us be open to what God wants to do through us and united to us. Amen.